What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Healing in Hindsight, but the final episode of Healing in Hindsight, at least for season two. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good one. I am really proud of how season two has come out. Um, I feel like, you know, just in the short time between doing season one and the way that I did season one versus how I did season two. Um, I feel like it sounds better. It, it flows better and it's just an ever learning process. If you've ever been interested in podcasting, um, I say go for it. <laughs> it's, it's ever changing. Um, I don't think that there's really anything that I did the same <laughs> this season that I, I did last season. Um, definitely were some some constant tweaking of things, but it's only to make it better. Um, so in this last episode for this season, I just wanted to really talk about moving forward and what that's going to look like and plans for season three and, you know, things that I want to do uh, with Healing in Hindsight in general and some things that I'm going to be doing in the off season as well as um, some special thank yous, because I feel like anything that uh, you create, you know, you always have a support system, you always have somebody um, who has your back in that process. So I really want to take the time to do that. Now, full disclosure, guys, um, you do not see me this round. I really did not plan on there not being video for this. Um, so I apologize, but I'm glad at least I have video for the first part but my allergies have flared up. Um, it's actually supposed to snow here in Texas, which it's not that it doesn't ever snow. It's just very rare, <laughs> obviously. And so um, the, you know, very rapid shifts, like we've we've had um, days in the 70s, right? And then it just has been like plummeting. Um, and so I've only recently uh, been involved in allergy life. I have never had any type of seasonal allergies ever until um I think 29 uh it was 20 28 or 29 um when I traveled to a certain part of Atlanta and then again uh last year I had a complete allergic reaction. It was crazy. My face blew up and got tested and learned that I do have some uh, mild allergies to certain molds, dust, certain trees. Yeah, but anyway, so um, my uh, sinuses have been on fire and very congested. So I, I tried to wait where I could breathe through my nose, basically. Um, so hopefully I sound okay. And I will do my absolute best to make sure that you're not hearing me snot all in the microphone because, you know, everybody loves snot, right? With that being said, let's get into it. It is the final episode of Healing in Hindsight Season 2. You are listening to Healing in Hindsight, your no BS source for thriving with diabetes. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Danielle, and it's my goal to help millennial diabetics like myself live an amazing life without your diagnosis getting in the way. I get it. I was diagnosed back in 2015 with type 2 diabetes, and it was really hard to find people around my age to understand how to travel, socialize, or even have meaningful relationships. But I feel like with a focus on mindset, perspective, and nutrition, together we can take back our health and our lives. 
consider this the red table talk, but for diabetics. E minus the entanglement, so. So let's do it. All right, so I think the first thing that I would like to address, um, not address, that sounds, that sounds really intense. That makes me sound like I'm some very, very important, highly official person. <laughs> um, but the first thing that I would like to talk about, that sounds better, is just kind of the future of the show. Um, you know, there were definitely a lot of things that I played around with this season and obviously some hangups. You know, I definitely want to acknowledge that there were some moments that didn't happen, um, which is the, you know, the Thanksgiving episode and the New Year's Eve episode, which is totally OK. I think you just have to be flexible in this type of environment as a online influencer, content creator or whatever you want to call it. Um and I still feel really good about the season and how it turned out. Um, but yes, there will be a season three. Um, and as I stated, you know, in season one, when that ended, um, I, I definitely feel that seasons work best for me personally. Um, I know there are a lot of shows out there where there's an episode released every week. And if they take a break, they take a break. But it's usually like one day off. Now, um, just full transparency, season one, I batch recorded a lot of those episodes and then batch edited by myself those episodes. And so um, that's why you got the full season up front uh, with that. Now, in in hindsight, <laughs> pun totally intended, um, there's a part of me that felt like maybe I could have spaced out the timing between season one and season two and because I did a full upfront season, you know, be able to give it more time to kind of sink in, and marinate. But the reason why I gave myself, you know, about a four week ish break in between seasons is because I, I generally wanted to go ahead and tackle some of the things that I learned from season one. Um, you know, especially the tech. I think that's a huge piece uh, that I had to uh, quickly pivot on. Um, I was able to invest in some higher quality gear. Um, and when I say inv invest, I mean, I bargain shopped the hell out of it, you know, so I, even though I got some good, better gear, um, I made sure I got a good deal on it. You know what I'm saying? So that, and then just, I will say adding in, um, you know, the, I have the, uh, uh, focus right Scarlet solo, um, for those who are wondering, like that already by itself, just amplify things. I did not have, um, an audio interface in the last season. I just had a mic and, uh, you know, a little amp to, to boost the power on it, if you will. Um, and then I was using zoom and I was still trying to figure out Zencaster and there was just a lot of stuff. Right. So I feel like right off the bat, just getting the audio quality better, um, was already a huge step um in in giving you guys something worth listening to right and then there was the content side of things um you know obviously there's a shift I did a whole new intro because I felt like I needed to broaden 
my audience in a sense of I didn't want it to just stick with type 2 diabetics. I know that's what I know and understand, but I feel like the diabetic community is so diverse um, in the types. You know, there's a type like 1.5. There's, um, uh, I'm going to so slaughter this, gastrational diabetes um, for those who get pregnant. Um, So there's all different variations and forms of it. And there's prediabetes, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I felt like it was best to take a step back and just, you know, give everybody a hug. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I felt like by broadening who I was speaking to, because we all have a lot of common factors in what we go through. Um, we are reliant on keeping our A1C down and our uh, daily blood sugar levels in check. Um, we're, we're having to ensure that the food that we eat um, what time we eat it, you know, is important. Some of us uh, are on insulin. Some of us are taking medication. Um, some of us have to take insulin. You know, there's there's a very uh, variation in it, but I just feel like as a whole, all diabetics understand what other diabetics are going through to some degree, you know. Um, everybody's situation is unique, but there's just common ground. And I really felt uh, called to include those voices and those perspectives. Um, so I'm going to continue with that, you know, for season three. Um, and there's a slight, you know, small pivot, which I mentioned in a previous episode when talking about like spirituality and, and health and how they kind of go hand in hand. And that is just recognizing that what I want to do, um, you know, I wasn't kidding when I was saying like red table talk for diabetics, because I feel like it's important to have different perspectives and have thoughtful conversations around what we can do at home, what we can do at work. Um, You know, as we're navigating the pandemic, you know, um, as we are trying to find a new sense of normalcy, like there's a lot of information and a lot of perspectives that should be heard. And so I still want to stick with that. But I also see myself as someone who is like a springboard, um, a getting start, you know, a, a starting point. And I just want people to really think about it. And I feel like I'm kind of your, if I lean on my actual like day job profession, I'm the person who onboards you. I'm the person who um, makes you familiar with it if you're not and kind of helps you get in the right mindset and gets a starting point. Because there are a lot of great coaches and um, dietitians and people out there. I mean, as I've been getting to know people in the diabetic space, there are a lot of great people out there who can help and who have different ways to get you to where you want to be. And I I came into this with a thought at first of like, okay, I'm going to reverse my diabetes and then I'm going to teach you guys what I did, which can still happen. But at the same time, there's still a whole batch of people who don't fully have that option, right? And so all I want us to do is thrive. You know what I mean? And that's why the show has shifted in the way that it has. So, you know, that's what I want you to see me as. I want you to see me as uh, your go-to homie to talk about these things and, yeah, have some strategies and tips and maybe have a resource to connect you to. And, you know, maybe there's a content creator out there who who has the answers and can help you with that. But I'm I'm your your tour guide in the life of a diabetic, if you will. And I really feel comfortable in that space and um, holding space for these conversations. So that's kind of where the show is going. 
Um, and with that being said, I really want to have more guests on the show. Now, to be clear, I don't consider myself an interview style only podcast. Um, I know that, you know, you know, if you ever decide to dive into podcasting, that's like one of the things that come up. Like, are you just going to be the only person talking or are you going to have guests? And I knew coming into this that I was going to do both. And I want to have an even mixture of both uh, because I feel that I want to keep you guys updated with my personal journey and the things that I'm learning along the way. But also I have, you know, great perspectives and and people that I've networked with who I feel like need to be heard too. Um, But I think where I want to make this a little bit different, or at least different is not the word, I'll say kind of like a throwback, um, in that I really want to hear from everyday people. I really want to hear from the community, um, just like a radio show where you call in and you request your favorite song or you share your opinion on something. Like me and my sister used to listen to um, uh, black radio shows every morning on our way to school or getting ready for school. And even though like in the back of my mind, I was annoyed because I just wanted to hear the music. I, I started to learn and appreciate those conversations and those silly topics that were happening at the time. Um, and like getting to hear everyday people get on and talk. And I always used to feel like, oh man, maybe one day I should call in. I'll never get on or something like that. But I never tried to be clear because I was just too scared. <laughs> but even so, like I really enjoyed when everyday people got on and share their experiences. So with that being said, seriously, you do not need to have some great huge following or even be on Instagram or anything like that. Like if you are a diabetic, no matter what type that you are and you want to share your story, like your voice has the power to change and I am all for being a platform to help people put the message out there, whether you've figured out the cheat sheet and you got all of your shit together and you're, you know, on your way, you've reversed it or you're managing it really well, or you're struggling because it's fine. I struggle still. I am in no way perfect. (laughs) I am in no way um, doing, you know, the best every single day. I have, you know, days where my numbers are really, really crappy And I have days where my numbers are great and it's just an ever evolving thing. And so, you know, I'm in Facebook groups with other diabetics and people are feeling just really, you know, alone. And I feel really, really, really like just a strong calling to tell you, share your story because you have no clue who's listening and you have no idea who might be inspired to connect with you and be your accountability partner or whatever. So um, be sure to head over to my website, healinginhindsight.com forward slash contact at the very top of the page. You can schedule a 30 minute chat with me to see if you'd like to come on the show. Um, because I want to hear your stories and I think it's important for people to know that there really is a large community of us. I know it's not the most exciting community, right? You know, it's not always a good feeling sometimes to be like, oh man, yeah, I'm here with the the diabetic homies and we're all just arm in arm trying to fight this sugar battle, right? Um, But at the same time, you know, we need to support each other and we need to lean on each other um, because when you have a a common factor, uh, which is, you know, a disease at this point, um, it's helpful to not feel alone. It's helpful to know that you can bounce ideas off of other people or, you know, take a strategy from this person and a strategy from this person and tips and recipes, whatever. Um, It's great to have that. 
you know? And so I just want to make sure that we know that we're all out here. And there's no, in my opinion, there's no divide. It doesn't matter if you're type one. It doesn't matter if you're type two. It doesn't matter if you're pre-diabetic. Like we all can learn from each other and we all can advocate for each other because insulin is still like top 10, top five most expensive liquids in the world. Like it's not water that you can just go turn the faucet on. Like it's a hormone that your body produces and it is insane the amount of money that people have to spend, especially if you do not have insurance. And so I just really feel like the more that we can talk about our stories, the more that we can band together and lift our voices, the more that we can get some attention on making healthcare easy for everybody. It makes zero sense that healthcare is not something that is just easily accessible to everybody, especially for those who have to take insulin, that's life or death. And so the more that we can band together on that, the better. So head over to healinginhindsight.com forward slash contact and hit me up. Um, and let's see how we can, you know, tell your story. Um, because I think it's really important to do. So speaking of sharing stories, right? Now that I'm about to go into break mode, which doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not not going to be doing anything. Um, as you all know, I've had a uh, my first giveaway, which is for Clubhouse invitations. I have four invitations. And um, by the time that you hear this episode, um, the the winners will have been selected and even potentially announced by then. Um, so I won't sit here and pretend like it's the day of and I'm, I'm able to say it now. But I will be going live um, to announce those winners. And, you know, if if nobody entered, that's cool. I'll keep it going, you know, um, because Clubhouse has become something that I'm really enjoying. And so all I want to do is I don't want to sit on these invitations and I don't want to send out an invitation to anybody and they don't really care or they don't really find interest in it. So that's why I'm doing this whole competition. Um, not competition. It's not really a competition. It's just a contest of just leave a review and send it to me. And, you know, anyways, so I um, have been hosting rooms or by the time that you hear this, I will have been hosted a couple rooms. I have moderated. Um, I have participated in rooms, um, but now I'm going to be regularly scheduling rooms to uh, connect with other diabetics on Clubhouse. And so uh, feel free to find me at Taylor Danielle um, on Clubhouse if you have access um, and hang out with me in a room. Uh, I'll be doing, or I'm testing out, um, you know, two days a week in the mornings where we're doing, um, diabetic affirmations and all you do, it's, it's only going to be an hour long. You just pop in in the morning. It'll be at 9am CST and you state, uh, what your affirmation is for the day to help you with your diabetes, whether that's, Hey, I woke up, checked my numbers and I was at, you know, 98. And I'm really proud of that. And, you know, my affirmation is that I'm going to make um, even better choices with my eating today. Or my affirmation for today is I'm going to make sure that I meet my hydration um, goals or, or whatever, you know, whatever your mantra or whatever it is. I just really feel like mindset is important and how you start your day um, has a huge effect on how you end your day. Now, it's not to say that things can't, you know, come in and throw a wrench in it, but at the very least, um, 
you'll you'll be in such a mode uh or at least you know let me back up the way i see it if you start off positive you're more than likely to end positive now if something gets thrown in there that throws your energy off that's where you have to learn how to step away take a couple deep breaths maybe go back to that you know positive affirmation that we did that morning to put us back in alignment but i do feel like starting your day off right is important that's all i was trying to say words y'all words Okay, <laughs> so join me on Clubhouse. Um, you can search my events. Um, they should be showing up in all of the scheduled ones because I'm scheduling them all out. Um, and then I'm doing a couple of other different rooms um, just to kind of, you know, talk through different things. And, and um, like I have a room scheduled uh, that is for um, diabetic stationary fanatics because have I not told y'all how much I love pens, paper, sticky notes, planners, journals, notebooks. Like I'm the person that you can't take to a bookstore because I'm going straight for the notebook section, even though I might not have finished my current notebook or journal or planner, but I'll buy another one because it's pretty and I like the layout or whatever it is. I I really don't need that much of an excuse. I just got to like find some kind of attraction to it and then I might spend the money on it, right? Like Aaron Condren store, here in Austin, I have to distinctively either be across the street from when I pass by it or hold my hand past my face so I don't look at it because I'm that person. I know y'all some of these planner sites and you're just like, how do you spend that much money? Now, I still bargain shop because me and my happy planner are getting along just fine. I also love the passion planner. I keep, I'll, I send me your planner uh, suggestions. Like I'm that person. I will try them all. Um, now I'm not as fancy as like, especially I love, I love following bullet journal Instagrams and stuff like that. Cause I do, um, my happy planner is a hodgepodge of things. Um, and I've purposely bought, you know, a bullet journal paper, um, that they have pre-punched for it. Um, because I don't, me and dated planners don't flow right. I'd rather get an undated so I can move things around, stuff like that. All that to say, um, having the time to make those spreads so gorgeous. I'm getting there. I'm finding it's very calming for me to do. So I'm trying to work that into my self-care routine of like not only planning out my week you know, or my month or whatever, but also just the aspect of like making it look nice. There's something therapeutic about it. So I love, you should see my Pinterest, my Instagram. Like I love following them because I'm just like, oh, it's so gorgeous. But at the same time, I have not been sketching like that. So my my drawing skills are just nowhere near the level. And don't get me started on lettering. Like I really want to get the lettering down, but I just either don't take the time to do it or I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. Like I have the brush pens. I don't know, like somebody help. <laughs> but, you know, I that's the kind of stuff that I want to have rooms about because we're still normal people, right? Um, but, you know, it's something that I would like to... Um, you know, see who's interested in because I might have some things up my sleeve. So, um, the other thing that, ooh, y'all, this is, this is a big one and maybe big one is, is too much, but obviously if you are following my Instagram or you go to my Instagram and you go to my IGTV section, um, there are a few episodes that, uh, you know, it's, it's the video version, if you will. Um, and I have been enjoying it. 
it just took me a minute to get all my camera stuff together and make sure that I can um, get the editing somewhat down or at least enough to, to get a feel for it. Um, so that's why the whole season is not filmed. I was hoping to do that, um, but just getting everything together took a minute. So I really do want to recommit to doing that regularly. If you've ever ventured to my YouTube channel, I'm so sorry, because I have not been good about posting, even if it's just the audio on YouTube. Um, that was something that I really wanted to ensure that I was doing when I started. I felt that that was important. I know people use YouTube a lot, um, not just for visuals, but to listen as well. Um, there's just been a lot going on. And um, now that I'm like thinking through my new workflow of having to include video, um, you know, it's added a bit of work and, and I haven't gotten my system in the best place to be able to consistently bring that. So that's also why I like having breaks in between seasons, because it gives me the opportunity to take a step back and see what needs to be rearranged and to get ahead. So I do want to get video podcasting, um, going consistently, especially with guests. Um, now to be clear, if you, um, ever decide to be a guest with me on the show, video is absolutely optional. I will never make anybody have to sit on camera, um, but it's, it, it'd be nice if you want to. Um, I'm looking at streaming services to see how I can, you know, make it look nice and shorten the editing process, things like that. I think I've narrowed it down to, uh, Ecamm or Restream. So if you're a streamer out there, a live streamer, let me know. Um, cause I actually wouldn't mind trying a live stream, uh, episode. Um, I haven't done, or I'm, you know, Instagram live is one thing. Um, and I know that there's ways around getting your equipment hooked up and stuff like that. Um, but because Instagram is still kind of being stingy with allowing, um, you to use your computer to stream to and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it can be weird. So I'm, I'm thinking through a lot of those things because I do feel like there's still power in seeing somebody and seeing their expression and how they do things. And I've always kind of wanted to have a YouTube, cha YouTube channel. I just didn't really know what I was going to do. So this is kind of a happy middle because I'm doing two things at once. So, um, last two things. And then I swear I will get out of your hair. Um, is I really have been wanting to do um or or get a shop going. If you've been on my website, um I clearly have a page there, but ain't nothing there yet. Um and that's because I've been trying to think through what I would like to offer um to you guys as something that's gonna be useful. So I have really been feeling called to like digital products in a form of like journals and workbooks, things like that, because at least for me, and I, and I know a lot of people would just be like, oh my God, this is so taboo. Don't like make products that you would use yourself. Um, but, you know, like think about your audience, think about what they would want, you know, that kind of thing. Like I get the business aspect of it. But if I'm just being honest, you guys, like, if I don't want to use it, I wouldn't want to 
put it out there for you to invest in. Like straight up. (laughs) And so um, even if it's a small, you know, group of people who would be interested in it, I really feel like, you know, writing things down, organizing my thoughts, keeping up with my numbers in some form of log has really helped me get a sense and understanding of where I'm at with my, you know, diagnosis and how I'm living my day to day and helpful things that I can take to my doctor and be like, all right, you know, let's put our heads together and and see how we can adjust this from making sure I'm taking my medication, all that kind of stuff. So I am in the process of putting something together um, in a digital form because I'm not in a place to uh, to ship anything physically to you guys, but in a digital form that you can use to really help you along your journey. So be on the lookout for that. Um, it's still, I'll just be honest, still a couple of months out, but I just wanted to put the bug in your ear now that I've got stuff coming. I hope you like it. I really, really do. Um, I didn't want to be like, buy some merch with, you know, healing and hindsight on it. Like I want it to be something useful for you guys. Um, you know, while I'm still growing the brand and, you know, I still want merch. I've been wanting my own dad hats for a minute. So just saying, so it's not that clothing stuff ain't coming. I just really like digital journaling planner like stuff. And I feel like it would just be really useful. So that's in the works. Those are the things that I'm thinking through and trying to you know, pull together um, so that way you have access to resources that you know that I'm using and that, you know, can benefit you and your journey and be able to keep track of stuff like that. That's all I'll say for now. I got way more stuff up my sleeve because I'm always scheming. That's just who I am Um, (laughs) in a good way. So the last thing that I really wanted to do before I close out this season is there's absolutely no way that I would be, you know, sitting here, I guess I was going to say standing here, Um, but there's really no way that I could end this season without saying thank you to um, quite a few people, uh, honestly, Um, just because, you know, I'm not saying that this is hard in a sense of like, the technology and the setup and all that stuff like that. I mean, there's some tweaking to it, right? But but the the act of getting on here and recording myself and putting myself out there, it can be intimidating. It, it's definitely intimidating, especially in a world where we have made online presence such a defining thing in people's character nowadays. Um, and that if you're not online and you're not having all of these crazy numbers of people paying attention to you, you're not important. And so despite that, I still feel like I want to continue doing this. Um, I am so grateful to the listeners that I have currently. It is such an honor to know that someone out there is listening again huge shout out to India. I really am grateful for you guys because you guys have been blowing up my my metrics and I I really do appreciate it. So I truly hope that you are finding value in what I'm sharing, Um, which is also why I want to do some digital stuff because I would love to 
do whatever I can to offer something to you guys um, all the way overseas. Um, and then, of course, here in the U.S., I know things are crazy right now, but even still, like, diabetes don't sleep simply because the world is going crazy, right? So if, if you are here in the States um, or in North America and you're listening, thank you. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Um, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing stuff. So tell your friends, you know, share all the things. Um, you know, I would love for it to grow um, organically into something that can change the world. I, I truly want Healing in Hindsight to do just that. Um, but alongside all of you amazing people that are listening, because there's literally no reason why I would really be able to do this or feel encouraged to do this, honestly, if, if you guys weren't tuning in, um, I always said, even if I'm reaching one person, that's enough to drive me and I'm reaching about 200 of you. So I appreciate that so much. Um, but I definitely want to say a special thank you to my guest um, who took time out of their days and their busy schedules to share their wisdom, their knowledge, their stories, um, not only with you guys, but with me, um, you know, on while we're recording and offline. So special thank you to Michelle. Um, Michelle, you already know you have been such a tremendous light and help to me. Um, but I just wanted to publicly and openly say how much I appreciate um, your time and your wisdom on our episode together. We opened the season together. Um, and I'm truly grateful for your presence uh, to my listeners and to my life. So thank you so much, Michelle, for everything that you uh, have done and are continuing to do. Um, second special thank you, Lexi, um, my my type 1 diabetic. Um, I really am so grateful for you also coming on and sharing your story and really doing something great for not only diabetics in the U.S., but diabetics in Africa, um, you know, with your medical bracelets and your clothing and your other accessories that go with it. Like, it's it's a powerful thing that you're doing. And I see you, girl, you getting in all types of articles and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, for those who uh, don't know, Lexi was the one who brought it to my attention that Iran had no insulin. And so, um, although I have not experienced insulin myself, I can definitely empathize as someone who has to take insulin, how detrimental that can be for a lot of people. So Lexi, thank you so much for everything that you are doing to advocate for type one diabetics and all diabetics, because, you know, I know that it can be a lot with what you have to keep up with. And it is a life or death situation when it comes to your insulin. So know that you are appreciated and know that I am constantly in awe of everything that you're doing over at the Sugarless Society. Um, and then next, my best friend Kiva, or Nikivia, as you all know, um, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everything that you've done for me, um, not only as my best friend, um, but just as another businesswoman. You have been a boss since the day that I've met you, and in watching me go through all of these changes and then kind of dealing with your own insulin resistance type situations, um, you know, just seeing you be such a, a radical force of change in your community, um, in your friends, in your family. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and to be a voice, you know, from the other side, um, because there are a lot of diabetics who also have PCOS. And I really do feel like it was a great conversation for us to have to, you know, 
find more common grounds with more people on why it is important to think about your blood sugar levels and think about, you know, how your body is um, absorbing and using insulin because it is, it is vital to everybody, right? So thank you so much for, for your time and your energy and all that you do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. And then I, I really feel like I want to go back and also give a shout out to season one guest. Um, in the last season of season one, I ended with the guest. So I want to just make sure that I properly say thank you to my season one guest, um, Kara, the grateful girl, um, my amazing black vegan queen, uh, and, and really good friend, best friend. Um, we met through work and I am just very grateful, (laughs) pun intended, uh, for the times that we have spent together, the times that we continue to spend together, because it really does mean something to me, uh, to have you as, you know, an advocate, not only for black women all over the world, but for mixed black women, um, and to provide perspective, you know, you are the compassionate vegan that I know. Um, and it's made me have, uh, an more open mind to other vegans. I was definitely one of those people that was like, oh my God, you're probably batshit crazy because you're just going to tell me I need to put down the meat. But you have been so just genuinely uh, nurturing in not being judgmental and sharing your knowledge um, and, and giving ideas and things. And even from a business side, you've always been so open to share and uh, help me out with things. And I'm still thinking about TikTok. I don't know how I feel about it. But even so, thank you for coming on to the show last season and sharing your perspective on the transitions that people face when you have to do any type of lifestyle change surrounding food. Um, I think that that was a vital perspective that a lot of people um, learned from, that no matter what your setup is, whether you're a diabetic or not, um, be mindful of when people are going through those changes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you have done and continue to do. Um, And then to my partner, Elijah, um, (laughs) I know we had a very interesting conversation and some technical difficulties with our episode, but I'm just glad that you are willing to support me in the efforts of trying to just be a light uh, for the world and you are just graciously along for the ride in a way and having to, um, you know, be aware and understand, you know, the dynamic of my life and how it can differ. Um, and I mean, it doesn't hurt that you're a medic, but you know, it's, it's, it really does mean a lot that you support me in doing this and that you understand, um, and have shifted, you know, some thoughts and behaviors to be in support of not only my vision for healing and hindsight in this business, but everything that I want to continue to do beyond that. And then just your support in my health and myself and making sure that, you know, you're not having a direct hand because, you know, obviously at the end of the day, it's up to me to make those choices and decisions. And I just appreciate the balance that you found in being considerate of my needs, but at the same time, ensuring that I take responsibility for the choices that I make. So I love you very much. And I'm really grateful for everything that you've been doing and enduring, you know, with the the late night editings and having to um, record at odd hours of the night sometimes or having to shut you out of the room. 
um, so I can, you know, take meetings and stuff like that. Um, so it really means a lot to me that you've been so patient and supportive. So thank you. And last but not least, um, absolute biggest of all major daddy's girl shout out to my dad, the infamous IT Tony T, um, also the owner and founder of We Are 8 Studios. He is the man behind the mixing board ensuring that what you are listening to right now sounds like it came straight off of the biggest production studio in the world. <laughs> um, I am so grateful to have you on my team, uh, not only as my dad, but as a business, you know, um, a partner in a way. Um, I really appreciate you taking time out of your workday to make sure that not only I sound good, but the guests that have come on us sound good. And I really just appreciate you know, you being on standby to be able to stitch everything together so well, um, give me tips and pointers on how I can make this better. And, <laughs> you know, just everything that you have continued to do in pursuing your business and being such an example for me that it does not matter what agency that you're at, you can go for what you want. So I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this for me. Um, this means a lot, and I hope, I hope this is nudging you closer to starting your own thing. Um, I've been telling my dad that he needs to start a YouTube channel, podcast, something for a minute, and he told me when I started that um, that he'd be taking notes. So hopefully uh, we can be hearing from something soon, but if not, that's totally okay. Make sure that you find the link in the show notes. I've been putting it in every episode. We are 8 Studios if you need jingles if you need um some audio mixing if may hey, maybe you might edit your podcast for you i don't know um but if you need anything in the terms of audio engineering things like that um be sure to hit up we are eight studios i'm sure my dad would love to sit down chat with you and figure out how he um can assist you with you and your brand so with all of that being said ladies and gents and everyone across the spectrum um Thank you for the patience and everything that you have done to support this show. I will be back um, in, a, in about a month or so. I don't know. I haven't decided on an official date, but just know season three is coming. I'm excited to continue to grow with you guys, to continue to just refine and make things better for you to um, engage with and understand Again, I am on Instagram at Healing in Hindsight, um, Facebook, same thing, and the brand new social app Clubhouse. Find me at Taylor Danielle. Um, let's chat. Pop in a room. Like I said, I'll be hosting rooms uh, in this off season, and you know maybe doing some other exciting things. But again, just so grateful for all of you for taking the time to listen. And until then, I'll see you guys in season three. 